Welcome to Crossroads and Cauldrons. We are two witches with jobs, families, and busy lives just like you. We talk about weaving the web of community, practicing magic, and life in the Deep South. everybody welcome to the show i'm luna and i'm selena and welcome to crossroads and cauldrons Yay. how's it going girl Ooh, so good so good yes now <laughs> by the time this show comes out it is fall time and i'm starting to see like even when we're recording mm-hmm. the spider lilies have bloomed yeah hello spider lilies Yay, spider. they are my favorite those giant spiders that like there's one right there if you can Look, if you just look, just yeah, picture see that that build the big old spider garden webs spiders across the mm-hmm. like the orb weavers. Yeah, massive spider webs everywhere. This, this I'm starting to see little leaves falling here and mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super excited about fall time, mm-hmm, and too. this is gonna be my break time. Yeah, that's why she's excited. I'm excited because we will. <laughs> by the time the show comes out, it'll be over. But at the point of recording. I've got like a big sowing thing. Mm-hmm. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Which is why she's so happy. Which is why I'm so happy. This is gonna be like a little break for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not putting together a Yule ritual. Somebody else is doing that. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Time, uh, I'm gonna take mystery school applications <laughs> and stuff like that. But I'm also gonna spend some time with my kids. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat a lot of food. Oh, I'm going on a, a small trip. My husband has a work trip every year, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to tag along and hang out in a hotel room. Maybe that's when I'll do all my applications and there stuff. There you go. Where are y'all going this yeah. year? Um, same. It's in Las Vegas, so. Vegas. Vegas. Not really my scene. Yeah. But. Um, Did I, he at least take you to a show while you're there? Oh, yeah. 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 We're going to go to a show because it's also my birthday weekend. Okay. Hey. Send, send presents. I will not turn them away. <laughs> um, I'm always asking for stuff, but they don't send it, so that's fine. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we're going to do dinner. We're going to do a show. It's going to be my be birthday. Um, but I don't get to see my kids on my birthday, which sucks. So they're going to have to, like, give me birthday love before Aww, I leave. I'm sure that they'll um, do a little Zoom or something. You'd think so. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a good time. And I'm just going to chill out on, you know, the hotel balcony and drink coffee. And, okay. Ooh, maybe I'll bring like some knitting. Maybe I'll do a knitting project while I'm there. I don't think can they you, would. Can you hear the gears turning? I, know. <laughs> I, I don't know how to sit still. So I just won't. I feel like I'll do a lot of that when I'm very old. Well, I can't say anything. I've been working on my crochet Christmas gifts already. I was I've been say, working on them since June. <laughs> you don't sit still. I don't. I like you. Hey, I need for you to make me a pointy hat. A pointy hat? Yes. Do you want a witch's pointy. hat? Yeah, I do. Okay. Okay. Because I've been like, I need to make one. It's never going to happen. Can you make me one? <laughs> Okay. I actually came across some really cool ones here lately. There's a lot of really good. Okay, so I don't know if you're familiar. Um, There is a Etsy shop, and I I think she may sell through other means too. Okay, but it's called Morale Fibers, Mm -hmm. not Moral Fibers. Morale Fibers. To get it, it's like a play on words. That's good. She she's (laughs) um, she's a crocheter, and she. creates all kinds of crochet patterns mm-hmm. and they're beautiful so you remember that um coat i had that's got like the rainbow in the yeah. back and then also mm-hmm. yeah so 
that was a, what was one of her patterns. Oh, cool. I gotta make another one because that one was, I made when I it was a bigger time for me, and I need to uh, make it smaller. Yeah, but I don't know how to make it smaller because it's all crocheted and like the sleeves are. I'd have to. I bet if you write her or contact her, she'll tell you how to reduce it. No, the pattern comes in smaller sizes. Oh. But how do I <laughs> how do I shrink the one I made? Oh. Because uh, oh. it was all hand spun yarn. Oh. I guess I could just I'm just gonna have to frog it and reclaim all that yarn. That sounds like a whole project. I've done that just though. Really. I've taken projects that I finished that are like, eh, I'm never using this. I'm not using it. Let me or, reclaim that yarn. Or the person I made it for made me mad. <laughs> you know, so few people you know? are actually knit worthy. So yeah. <laughs> crochet worthy. Or crochet worthy. <laughs> craft worthy. You spend so much time you really do. making something mm -hmm. and then they're like, mm, okay. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'm going to just take that back. Yeah. Thank you. It's mine now. Hello. Yeah. If I make you something, I'll put my energy and my time and into that and my love. And I was thinking of you when I made it. If she you don't like it, it back. you can give it back. Please give I it back. I will take it. Yeah. Yeah. If I, anybody makes something for you, you be nice. You, you wear it every grateful. time you see it. Even them. if you don't wear it. No, even if you don't use it, you still be nice because they put time and energy into that. Have you had you. people say mean things to you? Ooh, no, I've never had anybody okay. say mean things to I'm me, but I have. To you. <laughs> no. Sorry. No, but I have kind of gotten, oh, thanks. Bullshit. Take it back. Yeah, no. I did. I ended up taking it back. I've had, I've, I've spent months creating like because I do a lot of lace knitting mm -hmm. and like making beautiful lacy shawls which I yeah. enjoy because I like but you know I spin the yarn and yeah. I make the thing and then I never see them wear it and I'm kind of like you know yeah. If you don't want that yeah, I'll I take will it back. happily take it back it's not going to hurt my feelings right. I'd rather have it um, but yeah if somebody knits you something mm -hmm. every or time crochets. you see them and the season is right fucking wear it I don't care if you like just bring it in the car Put it on for them and then take it <laughs> off later. And they want to see it. They want to see you wear it. If you're like, it's too beautiful, I can't. And yeah, give it back to them then. It it's too beautiful. I did it again. I snapped. <laughs> I gotta stop. I gotta stop snapping in the microphone. But anyway, so yeah, I've got a few things that I should have started on also in June or July. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I've been making a sweater for like. Two years. I'm gonna finish it. She started. In it's COVID. probably not. I started. It was my COVID sweater. Um, <laughs> because I had not. I don't know. I was okay. So I was kind of insecure <laughs> about knitting. I had knitted baby sweaters uh -huh. and baby clothes and socks yeah. and you know, I've I've done like shaped apparel, mm -hmm. but I had not made an adult size sweater, and it was just kind of like I made lots of shawls, mm -hmm. lots of. You know, flat pieces yeah. of fabric. But I just was, I was feeling insecure. Like, I don't think I can make a sweat. I know, stop it. Anyway, I was feeling insecure about it. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make myself a little cardigan. And then I started. And I was like, what the hell? Why did I do this to myself for so long? Because I just felt insecure about it. But, and, and then it's just very slow going. So mm. I work on it when I have time. <laughs> Yeah, which is I heard never. it. I heard it. Yeah, uh, which is almost never. But it's coming along. I've got I've got the top all the way to like here. Mm -hmm. So I've just got to do the bottom and the sleeves. Oh, that's and then good. the collar. I bet if you sit down and, and then the button. <laughs> and then I'm done. I bet if you sit down and work on it, it'll go. Like I could that. do it probably in a week if I had just yeah. a week to work on yeah. it. Yeah. 
Hmm. I need to just start working on it when the kids are watching TV in the yeah. evenings. Just be like, oh, but they're they're going to be, by the time this is out, they're already out of school. They're going to be out of school. Our school time is different. We go to, we homeschool, so we go to school during, from like March mm-hmm. to September. Mm-hmm. And then they have, Oct- you know, October through February. Mm-hmm. Free, so all of our holidays, we're not having to deal with school. That's cool. Dance most of the dance year and dance competition mm-hmm. season, they're it's not over. having to deal with school, mm-hmm. and they're doing their schoolwork during the hot ass summer when they can't really go outside anyway because yeah. it's too hot. It's too hot, and they get to play in the spring and the fall outside. That's sweet. So, I like that idea. Yeah, so I'm not going to have kids school. Mm-hmm. Not going to have mystery school classes going, except for the two that I'm taking. <laughs> but that's only once a month. Oh, for each class. Okay. But anyway, so I should have some time. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. If I don't book up my time, I'm gonna put it in my planner. Knitting. There you go. And then it'll be it'll be too. You late. have to. I'll be block booked. that time out for yourself. <laughs> you literally do. You really do. I, I'm serious because it'll just fill up. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and get my 2023 calendar and be like, knitting week. Mm-hmm. Just put them in there. I don't, can't. Sorry, I can't do it that way because I'm knitting. See, she's far braver than me. I homeschooled my kids, too, but I waited until they were in high school, so I only had to do it for like three years. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, you know. I and then I sent them off to, to get their GED, you know, and then when they went to college, yeah. They both graduated college. I mean, everything was cool, but. You know, a lot of times homeschoolers are, um. Colleges are more inclined to accept homeschoolers because mm-hmm. they usually have a stronger education because mm-hmm. they have one-on-one teacher, yeah. you know, um, their their whole time. But I'm so glad that we were able to do that. That was mm-hmm. like when I met my husband. I was like, so here's what's up. <laughs> I want kids. I want to homeschool them. If that's not in the realm of what you can give me in the next five years, I'm gonna get you to move <laughs> along because this is not a game. Um, I really did that. Bless him, and he was like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> okay, and then we did it. Anyway. <laughs> That's not what I meant, but that is what I meant. Uh-huh. So that anyway, kids are great. <laughs> but I have been so blessed that it w- that we were able to do it, you mm-hmm. know, and there were some lean times, you know. Yeah. But we got through it. You know, there were several years where I was working nights, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and we were, we were just out of schooling during the day, working at night. <laughs> God bless. <laughs> I don't know how I survived, but I did. And here we are. And uh, I'm really glad that I got to spend their childhood mm-hmm. with them, yeah. you know. And uh, I couldn't send them off Mm-mm. to school. I'd be like, I'd be like missing them all the time. I'd just drive up there and be like, I'm gonna just check them out early <laughs> every day. Um, yeah, no. If we want to go do something, we just load up and go. Yeah. If we want to go to a museum, we just hop in the car. Let's go. We're gonna go have a picnic. Let's do it. You know, they get, yeah. they get this whole childhood situation, mm-hmm. which cool. is great. So, I love it. I love I love it. Plus, the schools in our area. <laughs> A, the education is super lacking. Mm-hmm. Two, I'd be up there constantly showing my ass. They'd kick us out. Because, I mean, my niece and nephew lived with us for a little while. And mm-hmm. some of the stories they would come back mm-hmm. with, it's like, oh, fuck no. You're not going to you're gonna pick on these little pagan babies now. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So yeah, I would be I would be a pro I'd be in jail. <laughs> probably. Anyway, we've gotten off topic. What have we I done? did? It's I'm okay. So sorry. It's I went okay. On a tangent. That's that happens. 
Yeah. What are we talking about? Stuff that's going on. Stuff that's what do you got on. going on? You getting ready for holidays? That's I'm getting ready soon. for the holidays. Yep. Got and some Thanksgiving uh, plans. Probably. <laughs> food. Lots of food. Lots of food. Lots mm-hmm. of food. And now I can just make it and let everybody else eat it because I can't take but maybe oh, more than a bite or two. Shoot. But that's okay. I'm fine with it. You shouldn't have to cook it if you can't eat it. I like to cook though. Oh well, then go ahead, girl. Yeah, but I only like to cook in we the fall and the winter. So yeah, yeah, I get that. I only like to cook in the fall and the winter. The rest of the year is just too freaking hot. It's hot. It's hot. Uh, my husband is like a grill master. Yes, he is. Man can oh, cook. Yes. Oh, my Lord. Yes, I looked out on that one. You did. Mm. So he likes to cook just randomly in the summer, especially. Mm-hmm. And I like to do lots of, like, soups and chilies That's me. and stuff I like in the, the fall. Yeah, I like the fall and winter stuff. I'm ready to make a gumbo. and. Yeah, it's chili, se- chili season. It's, it's getting close to... I'm so excited. I'm ready for the seasons to change. Me, too. This is my too. time of year. It's been super damn ass hot mm-hmm. this year. Like, more so than usual. Mm-hmm. Shocking. Yeah. Uh, though that may be. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really, really ready for fall. My plants have been fucked up this year, too, because we didn't get a good cold winter yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, so all my bulbs were like, we'll just stay here. We'll stay yeah. down. No nope, need they to. They didn't do anything. My irises did okay. Um, but my daylilies were just like, nah. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to dig them all up, I think, and stick them in the freezer. Well, I'm fixing <laughs> to do them some, in the fridge. I'm fixing to do some rearranging in my gardens because about the time this one airs, I'll be getting my new front porch. <gasps> new front so porch? Excited. It yeah. hadn't been and long my new since you got your new back porch, has it? Yeah. Well, I guess it has. It's, it's been, been a while. Like a <laughs> Ignore me. Carry on. New front porch, huh? It was before COVID. We were talking about your new front porch mm-hmm. for a while. And then the lumber prices decided That's to go right. through the ceiling. So, but you'll be getting it. But I'm getting it before now. before the holidays. Yeah, because the lumber exciting. prices are supposed to go down just little, just enough. Oh yeah, you're gonna have to rip up most of your garden in the front. There. Yeah, I got a lot of rearranging. Do. You want to <laughs> come help me? Uh, if you if you want to take a look around. <laughs> We might have to tag team both okay. of our our. I'll areas, come help you. You come help me. And I'm waiting for at this juncture. It's gone so long that I'm just kind of waiting for the weeds to die. <laughs> I'm just gonna pull up the roots. I mean, I mean, look, <laughs> so bad. It's so bad right now. Uh, but yeah, it's just been too hot. It's been it too is. hot. I got in the spring. I got this whole bed. Mm-hmm. To there done, and I unearthed that path, which is starting to get weedy again. Um. And then the iris bed, mm-hmm. and then it got so fucking hot you couldn't come outside. Mm-mm. So I've got to get this and all of that have to be done mm-hmm. in the next few weeks, and that has to be done. <laughs> and some and of you gonna, at home are probably okay going. Over there. What is that that she's talking about? Well, we're outside on her porch, yeah, and so porch. we can see her garden. And those of you who garden, you know how bad it can get in the summers, especially if you live in the South like we do. And between, like, February to late (laughs) May, early June is when you get to play in the yard. And Mm -hmm. then after that, it's too fucking hot to do anything. And you're just like, live or die and walk away. Right. It's all you now. Yeah, it's all you. Oh, my God. My poor hanging baskets this year. So I have a lot of empty baskets with dead plants in them. I've got a whole bunch of dead. Well, some of them are dead. Some of them are semi dead. Mm -hmm. Mostly dead. Yeah. Um, I gotta hang them somewhere else because they weren't getting enough sun. And then when they did, it was so hot they were just like. (laughs) 
So if you have any tips for us, we, we, would, we would love some plant suggestions that don't oh, yeah. fry in the shade in the summer here in the South. Oh, you know. Because some of them mm, do. They do. Um, even in the shade. It's just, mm. But I anyway. They need light, but not the heat. I think that was the problem. This, this, Well, but some of the days were like 115. I know. That's if they'd had the light, they much. really would have fried. If they had the light, but not the heat. Yeah. So, how do you do that? I don't know. I don't either. I don't think you can. I don't think you can either. No. I'm going to put different plants, I think, in my hanging baskets for next year. Okay. That just like the shade, and I'll just keep them up. There you go. Because they hang more under the porch. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. We're talking about plants. <laughs> what are we here for? We're, we're driving on crazy. We actually right? have a have our a topic, so we're going to jump to the topic. Okay, let's we're do that. sorry. We got a little off topic. There, we're not sorry. Yeah. This is our show. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Okay, so we're back to the gifts of the goddess. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about to how to bring success into success in love. I can't talk today. Success in love. Success in love. Yes. I have had yeah. great success in love. How about you? I've had pretty good success. Win some, you lose, lose some. some. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I was married for 21 years and then got divorced. So. Yeah, I only did that for three years. And then yeah, I was and like, I got oh, married again. I've been married for 11 years now. So. Yay. Yeah. Oh, we're going on 16. Ooh, I look know. at you. We're all grown up. <laughs> Yay, good times. All right, what you got for us? All right, well, we could have tackled this for a few different directions. Yeah. But I wanted to start by talking about uh, some signs of a healthy relationship. Good idea. Because not everybody knows what that is. <laughs> Ooh, right? I did not for a long time. Yeah. Um, so let's just start with seven. Seven's a pretty good number. We can we can work How with that. How interesting that you that. chose seven because, <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, the zodiac sign that goes along with this gift is Libra, mm -hmm. which is ruled by Venus, mm -hmm. whose number is seven. Oh did you know God. that? No, you I didn't. didn't you just you knew, but you didn't know you knew. No, I didn't know that. How about that? Anyway, carry That's on. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> We're talking about some Libra energy. So all you Libras out there, how you doing? How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> right. They're like, I'm good. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So um, one of the so the one of the first signs of a healthy relationship is mm -hmm. adaptability. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Because mm -hmm. we all, even if you're in a good in a in a decent relationship, say you just started dating uh, or you've been together for a little while. Either way, it works. And circumstances change. I mean, <laughs> yeah. COVID is a really good circumstance example. Um, a lot of us didn't get to work during that time. Um, some of us had money issues. Some of us had health issues. Mm -hmm. You had medical. I mean, you can just run on down the line. If any of us learned anything during that time, it was how to adapt Well, I mean, and how to live during the circumstances that we had. If you're getting into a relationship with someone and you expect them to always be fixed in that whatever moment yeah. it was when you first fell in love, yeah, uh, you're fucking up because <laughs> they're going to change and they're right. going to evolve and so are you. Right. And so the relationship has to be has flexible. To, yeah, and life know? phases. I mean, we go through different phases. You have newlyweds, then you have kids maybe. You know, you have careers, yeah, you have jobs, you. you have house, you know, then they grow up, the kids move out and, and go you, off and do their own know. thing, and then you're left together. That's you what happened have, in my first marriage. You can have medical issues, too. Like, yeah. you never know. You never know. You just never know. What's going to happen. Yeah, but if you can adapt together and learn to work mm -hmm. with the circumstances you're dealt at the time, then that works out. So that's one. Mm -hmm. The second mm -hmm. one is, is that you communicate well and you're honest with each other. 
boom. Communication. Yeah. And that's such a Libra thing, too. Like, yeah, Libra's an air sign, so mm-hmm. facilitating communication between parties is right. the primary thing mm-hmm. if you want success and love. you got to be a good communicator. Yeah. You know, you can't just be like, oh, I want... This is my voice of people who just... I don't know. <laughs> I want... I want this perfect partner, so I'm going to do a spell to get this partner. And it's like, yeah, but what are you offering? Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And, okay, I'm, I'm going to get some feedback from okay. this, which I will ignore. Um, <laughs> so often, mm-hmm. I see and hear people bitching that they cannot find the partner that does everything that they want or that meets all of their criteria. Mm. And they got nothing to offer that mm-hmm. partner. You know what I mean? Like, you want somebody who's wealthy and successful and driven and mm-hmm. creative and emotional, in touch with their emotions, and a good communicator and supportive and knows how to cook and whatever else. What that's you a, that's a high-quality mm-hmm. partner. So you got to—they're looking for a high-quality partner, too. What mm-hmm. are you bringing? Right. You know? You can't just be thinking about what your own needs are. You're going to have to bring something to the table f- if you're going to capture that sort of partner. Right. Because they don't have time. They, I mean, but they're only focused on their own wants. They're mm-hmm. not thinking about the relationship. Right. How are we going to interact? They're not thinking, what am I bringing to this partnership? Mm-hmm. Right. And that's a fucking problem. It and is. I don't hear you whining if you're not uh, <laughs> working on yourself and up. Bringing your game up, bringing right. what you have to offer up. It's a good then point. Don't talk to me about what you want in a relationship. Sorry. And then if you're in a relationship already, you do what are called emotional check-ins. Oh yeah, you for know, sure. I mean, I we check in at least once or twice a week with each other. You know, you doing okay? How are you emotionally? How are you mentally? Uh, How is it going at work? You know, if there's something going on, we know. You know. Let the other person vent and don't take it personally. Kind yeah, of we thing. were talking about communication, weren't we? And I yeah. just veered off. You're I'm fine. <laughs> communicating. I had a nerve. <laughs> well, I think it's important to look at how different people communicate too. Yeah, you've got to learn sort of the language that your partner speaks, mm-hmm. and if you're willing to communicate in that way, you mm-hmm. know, and you've got to know how you communicate mm-hmm. and what things mean to you when you hear them. You have to communicate that to your partner. Right. We had a lot of... <sighs> can I, can I, can yeah. I get into some... Okay. So, my personal background carries a lot of relationship trauma. And, oh, Lord bless my husband. When we first started dating, I was a mess. Um, and through, you know childhood traumas, through traumas in my first, you know, early relationships, I had learned to communicate in such a way that um, worked in those relationships. You know, there were, like, survival things that Mm -hmm. you do um, in those relationships, and those things do not work in a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, especially if you're coming from trauma, you sort of learn to... You're constantly reading your partner. You're yeah. constantly looking for signs of stress in your partner. You're constantly looking for, you know, anything that might trigger something. Mm-hmm. And when you carry that into a healthy relationship, it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. And you you may not recognize that. So, like, learning not to read things into my current partner 
that had a particular meaning with my past partner right. took years and years of, you know, because I would be like, are you are you mad? Are you okay? What's going on? And he's like, uh, no, I'm fine. <laughs> and then, of course, I'm like, oh, shit, he's lying. You know? Yeah. Um, so you have to sort of learn how to communicate with your partner. And especially if you've had trauma in the past, you need to communicate to your partner, okay, this is what I perceive when this is said or mm-hmm. when you do this particular thing. Am I right in that or am I wrong in that? Mm-hmm. Okay. And you've got to sort of establish your language yeah. for that relationship. Like your connection, their connection, the way you both communicate, those are separate things. Right. The relationship is going to be the mixing of your two mm-hmm. energies, your two communication styles. And that's going to be something that's separate from both of you. Mm-hmm. You have to develop that common language with each other. Right. And that takes work that mm-hmm. takes active actively checking in it actively really doing the thing yep yep yeah which kind of leads us to our third one which is mm-hmm. you have to trust each other fuck and that means <laughs> and that means across the board i mean you're not worried about them running off and cheating oh, yeah. on you or telling lies to you um mm-hmm. you feel safe you feel comfortable with them you know that they have your best interest at heart and there's no abuse there mentally or Mm-hmm. psychologically or physically. And you have to be trustworthy. Yes, you have to be trustworthy. Mm-hmm. It's it's equal. It's, it's back and forth. Um, Trust is hard. Trusting yourself is hard. And yeah. recognizing your insecurities mm-hmm. is hard. But you can't project your insecurities on your partner. You're mm-hmm. going to drive them away. Yeah. And they should leave if you're doing that kind of shit. Absolutely. Like, there's no place in, in, a, in a healthy relationship for jealousy at all. Mm-hmm. And if they're giving you reason... Then you need to move along. Like, yeah. that's that's my, that's my personal agree. opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. So, <laughs> four would be um, you can be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know that you have their love and approval, but your self-esteem does not depend solely on them. That's a big thing. It's a big thing. Oh, my gosh. I know a lot of people whose self-esteem relies completely on their partner, whoever they may be. Yeah. And it changes mm-hmm. with the partner. Yeah. That's that's not good. It's not good for you to put that on them. That's toxic. Yeah. It's extreme. It's it's abusive on your part for you mm-hmm. to do that to them. Absolutely. But it or, hurts you. And vice you. versa. Yeah. And it hurts you, mm-hmm. you know, to rely on your partner for, right. for your self-esteem. And you need to have interest outside of the relationship as well. You have mm-hmm. to have your own friends, your own hobbies, your own interests. Uh, you can go see family when you want to if they don't want to go or you just want to go talk to your mom. I mean, and not have mm-hmm. to worry about them getting upset over it type deal. So Yes. Yeah, that's... Yeah, they should... Yeah, if you're... You, you should both be individual mm-hmm. people. Um that can be a real problem. Like, that's a sign of codependency when mm-hmm. you have to be all always yeah. involved in everything your partner does. Mm-hmm. That's not healthy. Like, it's good to want to do things and to share interests with yeah. your partner, of course. But you should have interests outside of your partner. And surely you do because you're not the same person. Right. But And that, and that partner should not give you grief about um, wanting to do the thing. Like, my husband is not... A witch at all. He does. Mm-hmm. He he knows from what I tell him. You know, he's gleaned a lot. We can have a conversation, but this is not his world. Yeah, and he 
Can you imagine him like being like, what time are you getting back from the Sabbath? Oh, God. When I get back, why are you messaging me? Mm-mm. <laughs> no, yeah, that's not going to work out. No. Mm-mm. 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 But you should also, that kind of goes back to what do you bring to the table, too. Yeah. Both of you should mm-hmm. be complete whole people. Right. Yeah. Yeah, individually. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. All right. So, um, what was my oh, last yeah. one? Um, <laughs> you can be yourself. Being yourself. Okay. Yeah. So, curiosity. Um, you're willing to talk about changes in the relationship if aspects become less fulfilling. She talking about if sex, yeah. Problems. Not always. Not always. <laughs> but also. But that and that you truly care about them, but you're not looking them at them in a they're not idealizing your partner is what I'm trying to say. Oh so well, you I see them you for what curiosity, they are. Right? Curiosity is okay. so you got flexible mindsets about each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I think that you should be open to exploring things well, together certainly. too. Yeah. I'm talking about sex. <laughs> or whatever. Let's like talk about sex you should, <laughs> you should you should wanna explore life with your partner. You should sure. Be like, this is the new thing I'm interested in. Right. Like, that keeps the relationship interesting. Oh, absolutely. Keeps your life interesting. Mm-hmm. Keeps the bedroom interesting. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. Mm-hmm. And you need time apart. Ooh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Take sure. your own personal time for relaxing, reading, doing things that you enjoy doing. You don't have to be attached to the hip from the time you get home. Um, so that's another one. And you have to have fun together. You yeah. have to know how to play. You to have to know how to, to laugh together. Yeah. Even in the hard times. I mean, when it's tough, you know, you got to be able to find the funny. <laughs> I know, like that. I'm find the a, funny. I'm gonna get a T-shirt that says that. No, but you're right. That's um, if you're not experiencing joy together in your mm-hmm. relationship, you know. And there's, like you said, there's ebb and flow. Yeah. So there's going to be times where it's just. It's really, really hard to find dark funny for a while, <laughs> but you got to be able to lean into each other and absolutely find find some joy in in the experiencing of things together mm-hmm. for sure. For sure, and then the physical intimacy, and it does not always refer to sex. Not everyone likes sex. Not everyone oh, is that's into true. sex. Well, there are some people who don't, but intimacy true. can be things like kissing, I like and hugging, and cuddling. Does, so. This is true. I'm, I'm right there with you. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, just it's physically. Connecting, touch, yeah, touch. having that bonding with your partner. Hugs, um, good hugs. Good hugs. Good hugs. Not that mm, walk away or Ew, that no half. church hugs. No, no church no, hugs in this no house. Church hugs. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, and teamwork. You have to have each other's back. Okay, now here's a big, that's a big deal for me. <laughs> that is a big deal for me because I'm difficult to work with. I don't know if you know this. Bless your soul. She's, Okay. <laughs> Because I have high expectations. True. I have high expectations of myself, but I tend to deliver on my expectations. I hope. If I'm not, somebody needs to bust my ass. Um, but it's hard for me to work with people who don't deliver. Yeah. Yeah, I get, um, if you're going to tell me you do so, you're going to do something, you I need you it. to do mm-hmm. it. Or tell me that you're not going to do it so mm-hmm. that I can Find somebody who can. So that kind of stuff irritates the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. Or just general incompetence. I don't do well with that. I'm working on that because everybody has different levels of, you know. So that's my personal fucking problem, thanks to my perfectionist mother. You're welcome. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I struggle. I struggle with that. So I can be difficult to work with. 
I, I work well with people who are smart, mm-hmm. quick, capable, and yeah. have sort of a, a large, a wide range of skill sets mm-hmm. because we can, we can, I can be like, hey, can you do that? And I know they're going to do the yeah. thing. So that's really difficult for me in a intimate relationship because I need to rely on my partner. Like, mm-hmm. if I tell you, okay, this thing needs to be done, and you're like, I'm going to take care of it, I need to know that it's going to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. I don't need to come around, and then it's not done, and then I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I am difficult to live with, My probably. issue is when I ask for something to be done, and it's not done right then. Oh, well, no, I that's, can... That's, that's something I'm having to work on. <laughs> you got to work on your scheduling. it'll get done eventually, just not on my timeline. So right. So, I really have to work My husband would tell you I have a problem with that, but he would be wrong <laughs> because I can say, okay, this thing needs to be done yeah. in the next three months mm-hmm. before, you know, it's hurricane season and mm-hmm. our gutters need to be cleaned out. I feel like that's reasonable. That's very reasonable. <laughs> See, okay. But then if it's not, then I'm unreasonable. But it doesn't have to be immediately right now. But we need to have a communication. I need to know that I can rely on my partner. And that's one of the biggest things that sold me on my honey Mm -hmm. when we first started dating. Because my ex-husband was absolutely fucking useless. And so if he hears this, (laughs) you know it's true. Anyway. Couldn't do nothing. Anyway. Um... It's like having a child around. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Anyway, but uh, but my current husband, when we met, we were doing current. <laughs> current. Yeah, okay. for now. <laughs> Better stay on top of it. Be on it, but uh, no, no, he's he is stuck. He's my prisoner now. Okay, but um, but yeah, he when we first met, we were doing. We met through doing theater, yeah. and I was working a show, and he was doing like production stuff on the show, and so. Our first meeting and, and getting to know each other, we were building sets together and things like that. And I was a lot harder to work with in my youth. So I was much, much more like, it's got to be done. It's got to be done right. It's got to be done right now. Um, I've, I've, I've evolved a bit. I, I've, I leave grace for people. Girl, uh-uh. Don't come at me. I leave, I leave room for people to fuck around, you know. Um... But anyway, but at that time I did not. And he was just like right there on top of it. And he was uh, paying attention to my needs. If it was like, okay, we're building this thing. He comes, he's got everything we need to do that. All right, next thing. Because that's very fast. Like that's a fast-paced environment. It's generally a pretty toxic environment. Um, But he was right there. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I can work with you. I can trust mm-hmm. you. You can tell me you're going to do something. It's going to be done. It's going to be perfect because you're going to put a lot of thought and care into what. That tells me you care about what you do. Look at this couch. He built me this. Mm-hmm. And I, I said, I it. want a couch. And he said, okay. And he built it. And it's perfect. <laughs> and I love it. And he did it in a reasonable time frame. So, yes. Yeah. You should be able to work with your partner because mm-hmm. you're going to have to work with them. Yeah. You're going to have to buy a house with them. You're mm-hmm. going to have to raise a family with them, perhaps. You're going to have to raise fur babies with them. Right. For sure. You know? Absolutely. you got to be able to work with your partner. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what the hell you are gotta you doing? you got to be able to count on them. You know, to be you there have to. if you're sick or... Oh, my gosh. And vice versa. I mean. Yes, he does forget to feed me when I've had surgery. <laughs> so, he's he's not a, a nursemaid. I have to bring in people for that. I have to but, bring in people for that. But... 
Yeah, but otherwise, we're <laughs> he just he's not a nurturer. He gets sick if I'm sick, so Aww. then I end up taking care of him. That we're gonna work on that. We're gonna work on that. We're adapting. We can work on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just bring in. I just bring in my friends. So. I got you. <laughs> We'll, we'll you, feed you're one you. of the people. I'll feed you. It's all right. Thank you. All that food you can't eat, but you can cook. Bring I can it cook me. it. I'll bring it. There you go. And the last Sorry. one is, you're fine, is conflict resolution. Disagreements, okay. frustration, anger, anger are normal in a relationship. Um, but if you can't come to a resolution over something, um, you complain about one thing over and over and over again, and they say they'll fix it, and they never do. That's a... That's that's an issue, or you can't come to a compromise. Conflict that's, resolution is a that's big a thing. big one. That's yeah. a whole set of skills. You have to that's develop. your team member. That's the teamwork yeah. part again. Well, and too, the is you have to work together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that all into the same mix. There. And you've got to recognize your own feelings mm-hmm. when you're when you're in a conflict. You have to you have to ask yourself like, what is my role right. in this conflict? What mm-hmm. am what am I not seeing in myself? Right. Because that's your person. Yeah. You know, that's that's your partner that you love. Mm-hmm. So you've got to give them the benefit of the doubt to listen. Yeah. They could be wrong, but you got to listen. Yeah. Or you'll never know. I agree. So that's a tough one, conflict resolution. Yeah, that I think that goes one. back to communication. If you're developing those communication skills early on, you're rarely going to have big times of... of where you can't resolve, yeah. you know, where you can't have a conversation through that. Mm-hmm. And that's where we go to red flags. Ooh, yay. Yeah. So let's let's talk about those other things, those seven that we did before we talk about the red flags. Okay. Can we do, can we do that? Yeah. Just in relation to witchcraft. Okay. Because um, this particular power of the goddess mm-hmm. to bring success and love a lot. I almost said all. I think it is all, but a lot of the work that we do as witches, as initiates, mm-hmm. developing your powers, developing your um, your skills, you're working on learning how to communicate within yourself. Right. You're doing a lot of introspection work. You're learning to communicate with your own inner worlds. Mm-hmm. You're learning to evaluate. So all of those skills that you learn as an initiate come in handy with all of the things that you just talked about. Absolutely. And learning to communicate with spirit, learning to communicate mm-hmm. with deity. These are these are entities that have a completely different language, different mm-hmm. moral, you know, code, I guess, than humans. And you're learning when you learn to navigate those areas of communication, you're not gonna have trouble communicating with a human. Mm-hmm. Because you're open to different ways of communicating. Right. You're open to expressing yourself mm-hmm. in different ways to find, um, to sort of feel into that flow, feel into when you're making a connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of that, all of that comes up in, in everything that you just mentioned. Right. And I think it's important too, um, as witches, you know, as you're starting to explore um, all the things there are to learn about yourself and your connection to the greater scheme of things. Mm-hmm. You feel energy and you feel um, connection and you feel flow and you can feel when people are right for you, when people mm-hmm. are balancing your energy or right. when people are 
just siphoning off of mm-hmm. you or when you're just siphoning off of them. Don't be doing that shit. Stop it. Um, you know, like, you can start to recognize those patterns as you develop your witchcraft practice. Right. Um, and that helps you. I mm-hmm. mean, that's that's all all of the work that we do to, to build ourselves, to build our relationship with ourselves. Um comes in and it helps bring you know to bring success and love that's the gift and you can see it in other people too Mm -hmm. like you can see where connections and energies are coming together so much of our work is in bringing things together Mm -hmm. and I think that's part that kind of goes back to our Libra energy as well because and this is something that I don't necessarily know that a lot of people think about when they're in a relationship you've got your person number one yeah You've got your person number two or three or however many options you have. Mm-hmm. Um, but the coming together creates something else. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this person and that person and maybe more, but the relationship itself is an entity. Mm-hmm. It's a consciousness. It is. It's a thought form. Right. There's an egregore that goes along with your relationship, just like there's an egregore for different uh, witchcraft traditions. Mm-hmm. There's an egregore for different businesses. Like right. there is a spirit that's created. That's a combination of person one, person two, person three. Mm-hmm. However many people are involved. Right. Um, and that thing is not any of you, Mm-mm. and it's all of you, and it's it's different. And that's what has to be nurtured. Like that's what you're feeding, mm-hmm. and that's what you're drawing from. You're not drawing from that other person. Right. You're all feeding this relationship, mm-hmm. and that's what you have to protect, and that's what you have to nurture, um, because together you are something different than either of you are individually apart. Right. And that's a lot of that Libra energy mm-hmm. is sort of balancing, you know, one plus one equals one, mm-hmm. right? So. Yeah. So you've got to really, you can lean into all the, um, all the things you learn as an initiate, all the thing you, you learn in your, your healing practices and your meditative practices and your relationship with deity and and all of these things too, building relationships, having success and love, Mm -hmm. all of those skills, you know, the sort of, I say mundane, but Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Skills. (laughs) Apply to your witchcraft practice. Yeah. You know, when you're building relationship with deity, same thing. When you're mm-hmm. building relationship with spirit allies, same thing. You've got to be able to communicate. You have to be able to know your boundaries. You mm-hmm. have to be able to know what you're fucking bringing to the table. Right. You know, and what your expectations are. Mm-hmm. And everybody has to agree on that mm-hmm. or you're going to have to part ways. Right. So it's, it, it plays into all of your witchcraft practice as mm-hmm. well. That's okay. all. That's, that's all. cool. That I just want to any... go on a little rant for a minute. No, that's here. fine. Ooh, like let's talk about love spells later. Okay. But not right now. Not right this second. Okay. <laughs> you were going to talk about red flags. I am. Let's do it. Well, we Ooh, talked about we talked about the good things, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Things that make a, uh, the signs of a good relationship. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of people in really bad relationships, too. And so I thought, well, if we're going to talk about the good things, let's talk about the red flags, too. Because sometimes they're not always apparent. No, and sometimes people are being deliberately predatory, too. Mm -hmm. So they'll, you're putting in and you're being honest and you're coming from a place of honesty. Right. And they're not. Exactly. Or maybe you're the asshole and you're being predatory and you don't even know it because you're all wrapped up in your own ego. Sorry. No, it's fine. But it's true. It's true. You can be the problem, too. That's it. 
But uh, what do you got, red flags? Let's well, the first one is um, one of you tries to control or change the other. Why? But don't do that. <laughs> but I mean, really? No, don't do that. Don't go into a relationship mm. trying to change But people. don't allow them to do that to you either. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest thing. I mean, if they do something that really bothers you and you can't accept it, it's time to move on. Well, um, or have a, have a conversation. But if it keeps, like you said, if it, if keeps, it keeps happening. keeps creeping up. Mm-mm. And they're like, I'm going to change this thing. And then they don't. Yeah. I'm like, you got to read the actions. Because they right. never intended to, if that's the case. Right. And a lot of times... When someone is trying to change their partner, criticism comes into play a lot of times, and they will criticize everything. Well, that can go straight away. It can. It can. But, um, yeah, so just kind of keep an eye out for that one. The next one is uh, your partner doesn't respect your boundaries. Ooh. Oh, boundaries, man. Boundaries. And you've got to, like, you've got to know your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And you've got to set your boundaries. Mm-hmm. And if people breach your boundaries, I'm going to stop talking. So give an example of boundaries. Fucking hell. Okay, so this is a journey that I'm exploring, boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up with very unhealthy boundaries um, taught to me. And I did not know what healthy boundaries were. I did not know what healthy physical boundaries were. I did not know what healthy um, relationship boundaries were at all. I had no concept of, you know, my space. So I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you what a um, very wonderful uh, friend and high priestess told to me mm-hmm. about a way to think about boundaries okay. in your mind. So. Think about your self, your mm-hmm. space. There was a bee. I got distracted. <laughs> as um, as a house, mm-hmm. there are people that you would not let, you would not tell them your address. Okay. Gotcha. There are people that you would you would let them in the driveway, but you're not going to let them on the porch. Right. Okay. You're all thinking of people in your mind. Yeah. Um, there are people that you would let come sit on the porch, but you're not going to invite them inside. Mm-hmm. There are people that can come inside, and they're welcome to come to the living room and mm-hmm. have a seat. But that's it. You're yeah. not gonna you're not gonna give them the tour, right? right? There are people that you're comfortable standing in the kitchen with. Right. Okay. There's people that you are comfortable inviting into your bedroom, mm-hmm. and then there's your bestie that can walk into your bathroom while you're taking a bath and use the toilet. Mm-hmm. And that's but those are your kind of levels of boundaries. Like right. where would this person come? Mm-hmm. And that includes not just your, that's not your physical house. This is your mental house. You right. know, how far am I going to let this person in? Do I trust this person enough to mm-hmm. come into my bathroom when I'm taking a bath? Right. No, I do not. Do I trust this person on the other side of the fence across mm-hmm. the street? Then that's a person that, you know, I, there's something wrong there. Mm-hmm. I need to get that person out of my life. Um, but sort of knowing having that physical idea because mm-hmm. it was like oh yeah I can definitely feel when I want to meet somebody on the porch and I don't invite them in oh yeah but we don't often do that with ourselves we mm-hmm. don't often say okay no or mm-hmm. this is I don't like it when you say this and we're not we're not going to communicate like that yeah or you're not going to put me down mm-hmm. we're not going to do that um, whatever your boundaries are you have to know them you have to know what what feels like a violation? Mm-hmm. What feels like crossing? My watch just made a noise. 
squirrel, squirrel. Um, <laughs> what feels like someone has crossed something that is yours. It's your sacred space. Right. Think, okay, watch. You got to go. Sorry. <laughs> um, but like, think about think about your circle when you create mm-hmm. a sacred space. You people just can't just walk in and no. out. Mm-hmm. You know, in 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 certain circumstances and certain traditions. You know, you only let people who come into that space in perfect love and perfect trust. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you sort of have to think about that. And you've got to look at people's actions. Mm -hmm. If you have set, if somebody breaches a boundary and they didn't know it was a boundary Mm -hmm. and you say, hey, okay, this is a boundary for me Mm -hmm. and they respect your boundary, excellent. Good deal. If they continue to push or tell Mm -hmm. you that you're stupid for that being a boundary Mm -hmm. or whatever, bye. They got to go. Yep. Like, and you really have to be aware of okay am i am i continuing to let this person cross a boundary with me and mm-hmm. i'm not saying anything right then you have to maintain that boundary mm-hmm. you have to say something you know um and you have to you have to protect your boundaries right you know um yep. yeah so if if you've got somebody that's constantly breaching your boundaries or just picking away at mm-hmm. them or like trying to sidestep your boundaries that's a red flag. Big red That's flag. a huge red flag. Yep. Yes. So the next one. That's good. So the next one is um, you don't spend much time together anyway. And by I mean uh, I hate the word quality time. Quality I hate time. that. I hate that definition. <laughs> Hands. It was there. They're very important. It was there. It wasn't coming here. It's okay. It's <laughs> it was okay. Here. That happens. Um, I hate that definition of quality, quality time. time. Yeah. Why? I just do. Okay. Because when you're in a relationship with mm-hmm. someone and you're putting that much energy, that much trust, that much love into that relationship, mm-hmm. and you have to make quality time, like you're busy, you're so busy that you literally have to put off something else. No, I'm you not, go. You keep I going. Know, I know where I'm going with this. Okay, okay. I know where I'm going with this. Um, okay. You don't have to block out time on your calendar to spend time with your husband. You just naturally do. Sure. Okay. Because he same, lives in my house. Well, yes. Exactly. <laughs> and the same thing with your kids. So You should want to spend some time You should with want them. to spend time with that person. Mm-hmm. If you're physically not spending time with that person... Mm-hmm. There's something wrong there. If well, you don't want to be in the presence of the person that you're with, I'm, that's a red flag. That would be a red flag for me. Yeah. Too, if you just don't even want to be around them. Right. Yeah. 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 That's. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> why are you doing? But this? there are people who are in relationships like and that, they just and that's don't. why it's a red flag. They're more housemates or roommates than they are. Oh yeah. Relationship. That's so sad. I've seen marriages do that. Look, my marriage does that sometimes. We're busy. Mm-hmm. But whenever he's around, I'm happy and I'm excited that he's there. Yeah. And I, like, want more time with him. Mm-hmm. But we just don't always get it. Yeah. But we, yeah, but we just kind of naturally fall into a, mm-hmm. in the evening. That's why we don't get any sleep. Because the only time we have together <laughs> is, is to talk in the after, after the kids, after go, the to kids go to bed. Yeah. And so it's like 1 o'clock and we're like, look, we got to sleep. Right. But we, we got to have that time. But you make that time. Yeah. Yeah, you make exactly. that time. That time. Exactly. It's late. It's too late. Right. But you're right. Yeah. But I think that is, I see what you're saying. You're saying, like, any time should be quality time. Yeah. Right? 
Like, you don't have to block out a special date for your partner to, to count as quality time. Right. You okay. should have that time every day. And Yeah, when he's saying? around, it increases the quality of, right. of the space no matter exactly. what. Exactly. Yeah. Even and when he's being ornery. Yeah, that's true, too. We're kind of fighting. Not We don't, like, fight, but we just like to be competitive with each other. Well, that's okay. I think that's healthy. I'm not going to tell you how this story ends. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. Okay. okay. All right. Another red flag is when the relationship feels unequal. Ooh, yeah, that's a problem. And you got to ask There's, yourself, is that your feeling? why, yeah. Or, yeah. You... Like if, I mean, it's understandable. Things are going to happen. If someone gets hurt, someone gets sick, mm-hmm. you're going to end up doing majority There's of the house gonna be playing. Times. There's gonna, you know, yes. you know what I'm saying? And then you're um, going to need that at some right. point in or the future. Or someone loses yes. their job and and the other one has to pick mm-hmm. up the slack, you know, because or of their job or figure it out. Or one person works more hours so the other person right. picks up the household. But yeah. that's the thing, but if one person is doing everything, everything, that's a yeah, fucking problem. Yeah, that's a red flag. Yeah. yeah. That's a red flag. Yeah. You should have an equal balance of contributing to the family mm-hmm. and the relationship. And relaxing. Like, if one of you has time to relax all the time, mm-hmm. and you just working all the time, yeah. that one needs to get up and help. Yeah. And then you can relax together. Yeah. Yeah. I have feelings <laughs> about this particular. I yeah. do, too. But that's, that's what I'm saying. So that's a red flag. That is a red flag. And then, that's a problem anyway. That's a problem in itself, yeah, that needs work. Yes. Um, so then uh, they say negative or hurtful things about you or others. Now, this works twofold. So, if they're constantly criticizing you about personal choices or your food you're eating, clothing, TV shows you like, things like that, it can make you feel ashamed and That's low ridiculous. On like, it's why are you here if your... you don't like anything about me? Exactly. You okay. hurt my feelings with that one. But it also goes the other way. If they're using hate speech or slurs uh, or making derogatory remarks about other people, what does that say about them? Yeah, and if you're, like, so right there with them, then I need both of y'all to yeah. do some introspective work. <laughs> right. Because that's not, that's right. not good. Right, no. So that's that's a red flag. Yeah, that's a problem. Yeah. That's, that's a sign of a sort of a hateful person mm. inside. You don't feel heard in the relationship. If you've told them or explained to them something hurts you, um, they don't pay attention to that and they continue to do it. Mm. Or you really need to talk to your partner. There's something seriously going on and you're just like, I'm struggling with this. And they just ignore it and go on their happy, merry way. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a, a problem. big I, red flag. I know in my first marriage, I did not feel seen or heard. Like, it's like he had an idea mm-hmm. of who I was and I was not that person. Yeah. And... I, I felt like a ghost. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm here, but nobody knows me right. in my own house. That that can be really difficult. Mm-hmm. Really difficult. That can put you in a dark, dark place. Yeah. Um, I felt ignored in my first marriage. If I had... Good riddance. If I had things going on. And I had a lot of medical issues at that time. And... Um, his idea was to ignore it. If he ignored it long enough, it would just simply resolve itself or go away. And because you stopped talking away. about it, yeah, yep. you did go away. I did go away. Good. I'm glad. It took me 21 years, but I did go away. <sighs> that was the hardest thing I ever did. And aren't you glad? I am, but I still mourn for that too. You know, just because the relationship's over doesn't mean that you don't miss some aspects of it. 
You know? I get that. I have a great life. I'm not saying, I'm not complaining about anything. Well, and you're um, a water sign, so yeah. it's going to be like that. And my children were the best things to come out of that first marriage. Oh, so yeah, I'm you not, needed those babies. I'm not having, I don't have any problem with that either. Um, but, yeah, there's there's certain aspects early on in the marriage, things that we did together. Sure, I miss that, you know? Yeah, I don't miss much from mine. <laughs> you weren't married long. I wasn't because I saw where you it was You saw going. where it was, yeah. I, and I had a coworker who had stayed, and she mm-hmm. was, like, in her 50s, and it ne- he was exactly yeah. like my ex, and it never changed. Mm. And, I, you know, and all my hopes of, oh, this is going to get better. No. Nope. I was just like, no, I ain't wasting my life yeah. here. So. Yeah. You but we had been together for six years, though. So yeah, it's still tough. It's tough to walk mm. away. It was hard to walk away, but I was ready. Yeah, I was ready too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, okay, so it. you don't feel heard in the relationship. Um, you're afraid of expressing disagreement oh with that person. Yeah, that's a big. That's a huge problem. Yeah, that's a very huge problem. Yeah, and you got to see if it's a you. You don't like right. conflict. You got to do that first. Yeah, but if it's not you, yeah. If you're scared to talk to your partner, I'm afraid uh, you're having a conflict with them and you're afraid to tell them how you feel about it that's a red flag that's a big one yeah because there's a reason you feel afraid yeah and that's what the red flag is and if they can't um what are they gonna do yeah like no no that's a big problem yeah right so that segues into this one is you don't feel happy or comfortable around your partner that's a big red flag. yeah if you feel on edge Mm -hmm. and nervous Mm mm-hmm um, and not just, like, relax to be yourself. Right. What are you doing? Right. That, that, mm-mm. And then disagreements or discussions don't go anywhere. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and it may be like that. And you can't resolve it. It may be like that for you for a while. <laughs> so that's that's just yeah. a few red flags. I, I In my research, there were hundreds. It's just mm-hmm. like the same thing with the opposite. Uh, signs of a great relationship, there were hundreds Mm-hmm. You know, so I just whittled them down just a handful on each end, you know. And you got to know what you're willing to deal with. Yeah. And what you want, you know, just because you're willing to put up with it. Is it helping you grow as a person? Mm-hmm. Are you evolving? Especially, I get a lot of conversation about, because I work with practitioners generally. Right. And the partner's usually not. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to, are they supportive of your practice? Right. You know, and that looks different for different people. Mm-hmm. Like, my husband supports my practice by staying out of my business, which yeah. is great. If I need something, he's like, get what you need. Um, yeah. You know, he's very Mine's understanding. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes supporting your practice looks different. You know, um, if they're a different religion than you and you're expecting them to support you in a particular way, are you supporting them in a particular way? Right. You know, it goes, it works both ways. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, yeah, that can be a real frictitious situation if mm-hmm. you have different, if you have different religions and one or the other. Right. You know, and, and they're sort of antithetical to each other. Mm-hmm. That, it might be time to do some, some relationship diagnostics, you know, yeah. see what's going on there. Uh, because it probably is that one of you is just keeping your mouth shut mm-hmm. <laughs> to appease the other one. And that's not good. No. That's not good. Um, yeah. That's some good, good stuff. I wish I had <laughs> I wish I had known a lot of those when I was a oh, youngster. Me too. me too. Back in my young days. 
my youth, the boundaries thing for me. Boundaries. That what are boundaries? Big. Yeah. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. You have to learn them. You have to explore yourself yeah. to find out what your boundaries are. Well, we are. grew up in different times, too. Oh, different so. times, yes. You're much younger than me. You had, like, a wagon train. Kind of <laughs> Fuck <laughs> you. We are not that far apart in age. No, but it's still considerably different in the time that you grew up and the time I grew up. Because I grew up in the 70s into the 80s. I grew up in the 80s. I'm late 60s. Okay. Late 60s, 70s, 80s. Okay. Okay. I got married first time when I was, it was um, 86. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I was just a child when you got married. Yeah. So, and I started having babies after the first year. Well, I did that, but (laughs) (laughs) second husband, I was fine. Well, you were a breeder, you know, right out of the gate. We had to. I made a promise. I made a promise that I wouldn't have kids until after one year. We waited exactly a year (laughs) to the day. Before the child was born? Before the child was conceived. Oh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It was nine months after that. But, yeah. We waited waited a year. Yeah. Well, good. Yeah. But, um, and then it was two years after that for the second one. So. I like that second one. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know the first one very well. Yes, you do. Which one was first? My girl. Oh, well, then, no, I like that first one. I don't know much about the second one. I don't know why I thought she was younger. <laughs> You'd like the second one, too. He's awesome. I'm sure awesome. I would like them both. I like you. I so. Okay. Anyway. So. We were going to talk about love spells. The witchcraft fa- oh, factor good. of it. We were oh, yeah. going to talk we about love that. spells. Love spells. Let's talk about love spells because that's what everybody wants to talk oh, about. What are love spells? Everybody wants to talk about love spells. Um, okay, so if you do any kind of reading for the community, uh, or if, you, if you're a reader at all, mm-hmm. you know 95.95% mm-hmm. of your inquiries are going to be about fucking relationship stuff. And if you make spells and do, do spell work or mm-hmm. potion work, people want that love spell. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are we so disconnected from understanding what love is mm-hmm. what do we need from a partner what are we what are we giving to a partner you're like we're completely I, th- I think it's I think it's just the way that um, our society views mm-hmm. relationship because there's lots of like limits on love because this is not just the all of this stuff does not just apply to mm-hmm. romantic relationships yeah any kind of any relationship, relationship parental relationships relationships with um, co-workers, yeah. relationships with friends. I was going to say work relationships. Yeah, yeah, relationships with your boss. Yeah, With friends, family, neighbors. I mean, yeah. yeah. All of this Everything. stuff applies anytime there's a relationship with your spirit allies. Mm-hmm. Like, all of this stuff. With your pets. Yeah. All of these things apply. And, um, yeah, and people just are baffled by it. And I think that's because of the way that, you know, a relationship is considered... Romantic partner, single, mm-hmm. one romantic partner. It has to look this way, and if right. it doesn't look like a Disney film, mm-hmm. then it's wrong. That's, right. that's not. That's not the way. It that's works. not the way it works. But anyway, so yeah, you'll get a lot of um, inquiries for love spells, mm-hmm. inquiries for readings about love and relationships, and it almost always comes back to the person. I'm say almost because I don't want to get any emails about this. The person has some work to do. Like, mm-hmm. if that's your, if you're constantly, like, 
how do I how do I get this relationship to work? How do I get this person to love me? How do I do this and that? Right. The problem is not with them. Mm-hmm. The problem is with you. Why are right. you trying to attach yourself to somebody who doesn't seem interested? Mm-hmm. You know, why are you ignoring the signs that this relationship is going nowhere? Right. Why are you back here again asking me if this same partner is cheating on you? Mm-hmm. Go talk to them. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. If you're if you have that little trust for your partner, then something else needs to happen. Yep. But that is the way it is. Or they're just do, do they love me? Do they, you know, they're just just frantically worried about it. And it's right. like there's no communication with the partner happening. Mm-hmm. So, um, love spells. Man, there are so many out there. I'm not going to give you any recipes today. You but, can look them up. Um, but they're, Google's they're full of them. Well, and mm, I encourage you to Probably learn a cult reason. mechanic before you just do whatever love spell Absolutely. comes up Absolutely. Especially if you're going to be ingesting or inhaling anything. Right. Whew. But, um, but, yeah, there's all sorts of ways to sweeten a relationship, though, and to facilitate communication, and that is where it needs to start. Mm-hmm. If you're frantically worried about doing a love spell, start with yourself. Yeah. Start with, what am I, what do I want? What am I offering? Is mm-hmm. that compatible? Am I communicating my needs? Am I listening? Because mm-hmm. communication is two ways. Am I listening to their needs? Is that going to work out? Like, you're going to have to do the math of right. that. And if that person, if you're doing love magic for one specific person, like, mm-hmm. that's the one I want. No. Stop. <laughs> Do the spell, because I did a spell to get this 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 husband. But it wasn't specifically. It wasn't spe- I didn't yeah. even know him. Yeah. So it wasn't specifically related to him. It was, these are the qualities I want in a partner. Right. This is the kind of interactions I want to have. Mm-hmm. That's what I related my spell on. And then this motherfucker shows up (laughs) just checking everything off my list. And I was like, well, there he is. There you go. Now, if I could go back in time, I would just adjust a little few things on (laughs) that list. But that is how I knew. Because I was like, oh, okay, well, all right, and okay. And he came out of the clear-ass blue sky. Uh So, I, I mean, I get it. Like, there are times when that's necessary, but focus on your your needs mm-hmm. in a partner. Don't focus on a specific person because that person may not be the best thing for you. Right. You know, just because they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, just because they smell really good. Or have lots um, of money. Or have lots of money. Whatever it is that's mm-hmm. drawing your focus, if it's not coming back, like there's some kind of reason mm-hmm. um, and you don't want to override their consent either there are no. spells out there that you can do that will get you exactly that person that you're interested in um, but it just may not be the relationship that you really want it to be right. and most of the time it's not um, so yeah and because reality is very rarely matched up with the fantasy of it so I, I get a lot of uh, inquiries about does this person even know I exist like why won't they notice me and I'm kind of like are you putting yourself out there out there because yeah. you cannot rely on Mm-mm. that person to come and pursue you like that's Mm-mm. that's ridiculous like yeah. are you out pursuing people no there could be people fawning over you that you have no idea yeah so that's a that's a little bit selfish for you to expect them to carry all the the load there mm-hmm. if you recognize that you like them go fucking get them what the hell right people <laughs> It's people. scary. Look, I get that. I, I know that I, 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 different people have different personalities, and right. it can be scary. Yeah. But you're a witch. Right. Deal with your fear. Mm-hmm. You know? 
there's all kinds of ways that you can work on yourself. Right. You can work on your confidence. You can work on your charisma. Mm -hmm. Do the work. Do the work. To get what you want. I think that's a lot of times, too, people ask about love love magic or love spells. Mm -hmm. they, they are... I'm sorry, I'm probably going to get emails about this. You're going to get emails. They're sidestepping they, doing mm -hmm. the work. They're abdicating they want their it power, like too. They like that. Yeah. Yes. And it's not going to work that way. If you are willing to sidestep doing the work um, on the front end, mm -hmm. then you're probably not willing to do the work of maintaining that relationship. Right. Uh, so that's telling yep. as well. It is. The end. The end. <laughs> that's all I have to say about that topic. What else huh? you got? That's it, pretty That's much. It. Um, and we've been talking for a while. Though. And we have. And, but my last thing I want to oh. say is, just like with anything else, be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it. Mm -hmm. And it may not be anything like what you were hoping for. So just be careful y'all that's all i'm saying y'all be, be careful, careful out there please oh uh, yeah but that's a good learning experience too mm -hmm. to ask yourself why is it that i want this mm -hmm. i'm all about so you know you could put that in your journal yeah make a list of the, the qualities in mm -hmm. a person that you want i mean mm -hmm. that this is somebody you're going to spend the rest of your life with oh, that's the plan um and, I mean, you they need certain qualities. They need something that's going to match you, that's mm -hmm. going to do the give and take. Um, and you got to give it time to manifest. Oh, absolutely. That person may have to, like, move from a different country to get here. It's give possible. Give them some time. Yeah. Give them some time. Yep. And find things that you love. The, mm -hmm. more, the more time you spend doing what you love, mm -hmm. the more you're going to... Find you know, people you're going to love, find to, do that love too. to do that, but you're also going to be in a in the flow of love. Mm -hmm. You're going to be in that sort of Venusian magnetic place. You're right. going to start drawing drawing people together mm -hmm. that um, you know you just may they may not even be on your radar. So right. anyway, yep. and that's it. That's, that's all that, I got. That's a lot of stuff. That was a I lot of stuff. Well, when are we getting together again? Soon. Yeah. What are we going to do? Some more some more Gifts of the Goddess? We I do. think the next episode after this one um, is a fun interview with Jackie mm -hmm. Smith. She yeah. did the Big Book of Candle Magic. Lots of great advice in there. Tons of great advice in there. Please read that book. Um, it's good. And we've got her on the show next, not next week, but two weeks from now. Next okay. episode. All right, cool. Yay. Yeah. All right. All right, honey. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the show, and bless it be. Bye, y'all. Thank you all so much for listening, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. It helps us get our podcast in front of more listeners just like you. If you'd like to get in touch with us, you can leave us a voicemail by clicking the link in the description of this episode, and you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram by searching for Crossroads and Cauldrons Podcast.